It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your hosts, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Wow, Raider Nation, welcome to Silver and Black today. The post-game report, the Raiders 30-24 to winners over the New England Patriots, and I don't know that I can believe what I just saw. I just don't know what to say. Uh, a lot to talk about, and joining me now live from Allegiant Stadium, the scene of the latest Raiders miracle is no other than Murph from Raiders Fan Radio with our Voice of the Fan segment. Murph, holy crap. All I can say, Scott, is that my heart is beating out of my chest. Uh, you know, after T.K. Uh, performed at halftime, it was all downhill until uh, that, uh, you know, ill-advised backwards pass. Chandler Jones takes Mac Jones's face, stuffs it into the turf, and then trots off into the tunnel. I mean, what an amazing, amazing scene here at Allegiant Stadium. This place went absolutely bonkers. And, you know, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but it, it was a little crazy for a while because there were so many Patriot fans here. The Raiders are false starting at home because of crowd noise it was bananas and then all of a sudden though with that one play this place erupted and Raider Nation came to life and wow what an exciting exciting game that was uh it was incredible and I mean listen there's a lot of things up until 30 seconds left in this game it looked really bad and and there still were things that were terrible but I said it I tweeted right out before this happened that I felt bad for Raider Nation from the fan base perspective because of what happened and then look what happens inexplicably one of the dumbest NFL plays I have ever seen. I don't know that Jacoby Myers gets on the plane with Bill Belichick. I don't know if you saw him after the game, Murph, but the anger, the anger was palpable. And I cannot believe that that guy gets on the plane because you were going into overtime. You weren't behind in the game. I understand the, the laterals, in, right, a game, right, right. In, a, in a game you're behind and you're just trying and hoping to God that you can somehow come up with a miracle yourself to win. But in this case, they're tied. They're going to overtime and he blows it. Chandler Jones, the play of the year in my book, obviously, yeah. because it's just unbelievable. But tell me, tell the fans what it was like for the last minute of the game and then leading up until that play. Oh, uh, well, you know, it was, it was, once we tied the game up, it was like, okay, it was like that quiet confidence. It's like, all right, I think we got a shot at this thing. Like, let's, let's hang in there together. Let's get it safely into overtime. Let's not play press coverage. Like, let's not give up anything stupid here. Like, let's, let's just give this thing away. And then all of a sudden, so there was a lot of, I would say, I would call it apprehension or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like a little, a little tension in the room. And, but then all of a sudden when that play happened, you asked if I, if I saw what was going on or silent. No, because we were in the middle of all of the hugs 
and high fives and tackles. And my poor girl, Valerie, I think that that's, that's the hardest I've ever mugged her in my entire life in our relationship. <laughs> I completely just, it was absolutely insane up there. And it was just, I mean, it, it felt, you know, it was really interesting, Scott, because again, the dynamic with all the Patriots fans, I mean, it could really could kind of be a drawback to some of the dynamics of the game. And so, mm. but to have it end in that fashion and to have Raider Nation come together and just, I mean, you know, there's nothing like a, like a game like that and a finish like that that will like, oh, you know, uh, push you into hugging a stranger. Like where else in the world do you just go and like just completely embrace with a stranger for no other reason other than the fact you're both wearing silver and black and you love this goddamn football team. I mean, it was, yeah. it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm surprised I even have a voice left. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about this, Murph, because listen, this game first half – was a back-and-forth affair, but, man, right before halftime, the Raiders do exactly what they need to do. They score the touchdown, a car to Collins, all right, and that's what you want going into the half. Then they come back out in the second half, and they do what they have done in the second half, unfortunately, over the course of this year, which is nothing. Six straight possessions, the pick six to start the second half, followed by punt, 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 okay, leading up, and you're thinking, I mean, what was the emotion like? Because this was this was from hell to heaven in the matter of 38 seconds oh. oh i don't know if i've ever had as big of an emotional swing other than darth vader saying luke i'm your father <laughs> i mean like that was like an incredible mo- i mean to go from the absolute like i again it was quiet apprehension at least we were tied up so it wasn't like we were facing a loss it wasn't like we were down one but but that whole just the, the way that it, it swung back because again like i'm not kidding like t-pain was great and the second half of that game for the most part sucked like watching those balls bounce off of matt collins's hands watching Derek Carr make some bad reads watching our defense give up big plays like you know what i mean giving, giving up those 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 runs and those conversions and it was just like it was like it was just like that 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 beat down that happens as a raider fan like they feel it in the room you feel the momentum change and it's just like the weight it just starts to mount and it's like okay here we go again another 14 point lead we're gonna you know you get know, away uh but heck man so i mean i've never felt that kind of an emotional swing live at a game before i mean i've been to some cool games been to some big time raider games and see some big wins but man but that to go from where we were to where we are and it saved the season and that's the other thing too is that like yeah. we saw the jets lose today we saw some things happen in the raiders favor today so i mean like i'm not getting all crazy i don't think we're gonna win the super bowl but maybe we will but like but now that we're back alive again like it's there's life in this football team and what's the freaking motto of this football team just win it doesn't matter what it looks like it doesn't matter if it's ugly doesn't matter if it's pretty doesn't matter if it's by 20 or if it's by one just win the goddamn football game and that's what the raiders did today whether it was a bonehead play on the patriot side or not doesn't matter we freaking won and we won in front of a home crowd that desperately needed to see one yeah, and, and to me that, uh, listen, I look at this uh, before I get into, a- after you leave us, I'll get into some of the particulars around the game, uh, which is not all positive, of course. But for the for the fans, most of all, to me, this was this was huge, right? Just because, listen, you need some hope. You need some, to your point, yes. listen, not only did the Jets help, right, by losing, but then, of course, the Patriots, right? The Patriots are in, in the hunt for a playoff uh, uh, spot as well. And they just screw the pooch. And and it helps because the Raiders, the Raiders go out and do what they have to do. And look, just win baby is just win baby. It is a win. It doesn't matter if it's ugly, pretty, or indifferent. It doesn't matter. It is a win. And Murph, that to me is the biggest thing for the fans. This one to me, I feel the best about. Forget all the football, right? To start off with, I feel just good for the fans that here coming up on the 50th anniversary, just within this period of four 
and a half days of the immaculate deception, as as, as Raider Nation calls it, uh, that in a play like this, this is one of those plays that will go down in Raider history for how it unfolded and how Chandler Jones gets that ball and runs it back for a touchdown at the end of the game. It is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Um, and to me, for the fans, this is a big deal. I mean, this has to go up there, right, in the pantheon of great Raider moments ever. Oh, oh, absolutely. Again, I mean, I mentioned I've seen some, seen some big wins. I mean, I remember the game in 2016 against the Broncos on Sunday Night Football. Latavius Murray and Khalil Mack taking over the game. Of course, that was the season that we finally returned to the playoffs. Like, I've seen some great Raider games at home. But this, I'm telling you, this is nothing has matched this. And, you know, we were actually lamenting at one point because, again, because of the, the amount of Patriots fans here, we were kind of lamenting amongst ourselves. We're like, wow, this doesn't, you know, I love Las Vegas. And this is not like Vegas versus Oakland. It's not about that. It's mm -hmm. just like exploring the idea of how different it is at times but then when something like this happens it erases all that stuff and it's and it's so it just gives Raider Nation that just that that boost that energy as you mentioned Scott as a fan this feels amazing and now we're going into Christmas Eve to play those stupid Pittsburgh Steelers you know <laughs> like, 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 you're, like you're talking about with the, uh, the anniversary of the Immaculate Deception and you know what I mean and so now it's like we, we continue to have something to play for something to root for as fans and like what else do you want like yeah the, we can't do anything about the Raiders that were we can't do anything about that 0-3 start we can't do anything about the blown leads and all those kinds of things what can we do now all we can do is have something to look forward to from this point forward and as of right now we got something to look forward to from this point forward and, and so it's just, it's incredibly exciting I gotta tell you man it's, it, this is like a little family reunion around here just when Wendy is here we got CPA Joel my girl Valerie my cousin so it was like like all this like this group of folks that have, have come together around this football team based on our podcast, based on the experience that we've had here with you and Silver and Black today. So, and here we all are embracing and partying and going nuts at the end of the game. It was absolutely top-notch, Scott. I just, again, I can't, I can't say enough how, how amazing this, this feeling and this experience was here at Allegiant Stadium, man. Yeah, and that, that's the thing for me, and we'll talk about it at the end of your stay before you leave about the crab, it's Crab Fest weekend, of course, there for the Blitnikoff Foundation, yeah. which you guys yeah. were out there and we were all watching you do, uh, and I, I felt so bad knowing, now listen, a lot of the diehards are there every weekend but to your point uh wendy being there of course james owens who's who's a, a, a avid viewer said he just said in the chat he was it was finally glad to meet you um so so the yeah. fact that, the fact that this came together on this weekend and ended which looked oh. like just to be another disaster uh was, was so fantastic because that again it's an early christmas present no matter what happens on christmas eve against the steelers by the way at least raider nation going into the holidays can feel pretty good uh doing that but i'll tell you and something else too because the offense struggled again uh, in the second half but I will tell you as, as, as bad and I know listen the Rams loss is going to be hard to get over for a long time but this defense uh, at, bi at big moments I'm not saying they were perfect don't get me wrong but at big moments, the Meek Robertson breakup of that big pass down the field yes. uh, in the fourth quarter. And then, of course, the Chandler Jones interception, technically. Um, that, to me, was great to see just that the defense did something. Because guess what? The offense, they, they went down, they scored the touchdown to tie the game. But who's going to win the game, right? Who do you want to win the game? And the defense, went, I thought it was apropos after last week. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. You're talking about like a bed don't break, right? Like that's an old school football term. Like, you know what I mean? You're only going to get them so much between the 20s and then you lock it up and let keep them out of, out, out of the end zone. And, you know, we didn't really have much of a pass rush today. At least, you know, again, we're here at the game, so it's hard to tell not watching on HD at home or breaking down film. And stuff. But it truly didn't appear that we had much of a pass rush today. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby really didn't have much of an impact. There were a couple of plays where Mac Jones was flushed out of the pocket and that was 100% Max Crosby. And so we definitely did see some things, but not the, the typical impact that we'd like to see a Max or, or, or Chandler Jones have in a game where he would have, like, say, a three-sack game, right? So we, we didn't see that. So then for, for so to your point, the defense playing as well as they did, considering the fact that the, the highlight of our defense is what? It's Max Crosby and our pass rush, and those guys weren't getting home today. So for that, that defense to bend and not break, hey, we'll take it. Again, just win, baby. That's all that freaking matters. Yeah, that is all that matters. All right, so I know you got to get out of there pretty soon before the security guards yeah, rough you up and take you out. Yeah. Uh, but I want to talk about, so you guys were at Crab Fest to donate the $10,000 that you raised through Raiders Fan Radio. Just an amazing, amazing outpouring of support from Raider Nation on your show and great work by you, Swag, Jeff, and Michelle, of course. Uh, but talk about Crab Fest uh, hanging out with just that royalty and all the folks in the room and how it all went for folks. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. So we, we, we got a very prominent position there right outside the main ballroom uh, as all the different Raider legends and, and guests were coming in. We had an opportunity to interview everybody that came through. Uh, and then, of course, the event itself is absolutely top-notch. There's no more uh, classy people in the entire world than Fred and Andrew Bolitnikoff and, and the work that they're doing around uh, the Bolitnikoff Foundation and Tracy's Place of Hope. And now they're working with St. Jude's. And like what the Bolitnikoff Foundation does, I would recommend as a Raider fan, if you ever have an opportunity to attend an event, then, then definitely do so and see the work that these folks are doing. But at a minimum, go to the go to the Bolitnikoff Foundation websites, figure out ways that you can support what they're doing out there because they're changing lives of young women and and they're 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 just I mean they're truly doing the Lord's work. It's absolutely incredible. We were so honored to be there, so so honored to be there to donate money on behalf of our listeners, everybody that donated to our show directly, bought merchandise, you know, advertising money, all that stuff goes to our nonprofit that goes to Raiders related charities, uh, and then, and then just to be self-indulgent for a second you know as we're sitting there doing these interviews you know with Jim Plunkett's coming by uh, Marcus Allen's coming by we interviewed Fred Bolitnikoff we interviewed Lincoln Kennedy we interviewed Harry Ruiz we interviewed I mean like it's it just an amazing George Atkinson and Rod Martin like an amazing list of folks that came through and they were also very generous with their their, their willingness to sign autographs and things we've got some footballs that we're going to auction off 100% that money is going to go to the foundation and we're going to kick off our fundraising already for next year so I, I just the generosity of Raider Nation is absolutely unmatched and it's an event like that we truly see that it is family. We say this thing is La Familia. It's family. It's not a joke. That's not something just, you know, something that we just say and slap on a T-shirt. It's really legit. And, uh, and I couldn't be prouder to be a member of this fan base. 
Yeah, no, just incredible, great work. And you guys, make sure you go back and watch the show uh, that they did. It's, it's coming up Wednesday, right? Is that when you're putting it up? Or did you? Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, I, so I did it. Yeah, I put it up you yesterday. So go to Raiders. Yeah, okay. go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash, uh, excuse me, YouTube.com slash RaidersFanRadio, and you can see the full video there. And then if you're on the audio podcast, you can hear all those interviews. Just search Raiders Fan Radio on your favorite podcast service. And that guy is really looking at me like he wants to kick us out of here. That's right. <laughs> tell, tell him I know some guys upstairs will come down and get him. Uh, no, well, just kidding. But here's, but here's the deal. Here's the deal, folks. Now, Murph's going to enjoy the rest of his weekend, head home, and then when they do their next show, the new year starts. So they're going to start raising money again. So make sure you support the show any way you can. Buy the, buy the merchandise because that's where it's all going. This is an incredible thing and uh, just an amazing thing. I'm glad to be the little part that we are of it and to support oh. you guys in it. Hey, let's not diminish that, though, Scott. The exposure and the platform that you've given us here on Silver and Black today has been absolutely a huge catalyst for our show. It's formed a lot of new relationships for us and, and, and people that we've met in the Raider Nation community, and it's absolutely put a, a jolt into our fundraising, and uh, we just can't wait to see where it can go for next year. So thank you very much. Yeah, and Murph, we'll try to connect with you this week. We, we, we're not going to be doing, obviously, a live show on Christmas Eve because my wife and my kids would kill me, as, as Valerie <laughs> would kill you as well because she's got plans, I'm sure, for your Christmas Eve. Uh, so so we're going to do something a little different. We'll try to get a hold of you. But if we don't see you, we'll see you right after the, after the, uh, ne- the new year uh, with the Raiders next game. Uh, but listen, my friend, have a great time out there. I appreciate you guys joining us live from the stadium. Thank Valerie, too, for being your, your camera person there uh, as well. And and for putting up with you sitting there when she probably wants to go out and celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're ready to go. I'm sure her arms are getting ready to fall off for holding the camera all this time. But yeah, we're ready to go. Hey, you know what I mean? We're ready. It would blow the whistles went on after this game was over and Raider Nation was dancing. We were all kind of looking at each other like, all right, let's go. Let's go party. Let's, let's go, go take it down the street. Absolutely. Right. Go have fun, my yeah. friend. Take care, Murph. All right. All right. Thank you, Scott. All right. There you go. There's Murph live from Allegiant Stadium. We certainly appreciate him being with us. We appreciate you guys being with us here on the post game, the live post game show. Silver and black today, the Raiders 30 to 24 winners. I still can't believe what I saw and that that happened. Yes. And so we want to celebrate, but we also want to dissect a little bit of the game. So when I come back, we're going to start to mix in some of the eh, not so great stuff. Don't want to rain on the parade. We'll celebrate. I'm going to do a lot of interaction with the chat as I go solo the rest of today's show. By the way, I will be back with Mo on Tuesday for our normal Tuesday show. I was out last week, had covid I was like death warmed over. Uh, Again, thanks to my partner, Mo, for doing the solo shows. He did a great, great job, as you guys know. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that. So don't go anywhere. Take a quick break for our folks on audio. If you're on our YouTube stream, stick right there. I'll be back in just a few seconds.